Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. And we're back for another season. It's season three of the Chats with Cats podcast. You are here with Rick Dan and Mark. Thanks for coming, boys. Thanks for joining us. It's been a long summer. It feels like we've been away for a long time. It does. It's only been a bit over four weeks, but it feels like a few months. I yeah. have missed you guys. I have missed you guys a lot. That's nice. It's good to be back here. It really is. Have, have you been doing anything? I've been doing a few things. Yeah, I had my birthday on the, the 31st. Happy oh, birthday, yeah. Mark. Thanks for coming to my party. Thanks for yeah. the invite. Yeah. <laughs> What about you, Dan? What have you been up to? <laughs> oh, you had that problem, didn't you, with a mate that couldn't invite more than 10 people to his house? Yeah, so basically what happened was he told everyone, yeah, okay, I'm only allowed 10. There's a few people that I'm not really that well acquainted with. I don't know them that well. He told them to go get stuffed and he only invited the close friends. Oh. Anyway, there only ended up being about five people that came. So there was heaps of people that bailed anyway. Oh, so oh, and th- and they would have been for like COVID reasons. He no shafted way. some friends that could have come in the end that didn't. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's like let's make it that there's only ten people that come. But if you only allow ten people to come, you're going to get like yeah, about way less. five people yeah. that don't even want to rock that's up. That's a so. bad strike rate. That's mm. a bad strike rate. Yeah. If I was, well, I'm not saying anything negative about your friend, but I'd be thinking only fifty percent of my ten closest people have come. Oh, that's like I'd be crying in my pillow. Well, it was it wasn't just my birthday; it was his as well. So he has a New Year's Eve birthday as well. So, were you one Even, of the five that came? Obviously, <laughs> obviously. So you, him, and three. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That even makes it. No, nah, to be honest, we had a great night. It was absolutely fantastic. So you weren't scrambling to fill the other I, seats. I was <laughs> on the night. I was a fifth wheel. Is that a thing? A fifth wheel? Yeah, it is. So there were two yeah. couples and me. You can be the eighteenth. No, you can't. Nineteenth wheel. Depending on threesomes and foursomes, but yeah, you can. You okay. can always be an odd number wheel. Yeah. How how was your New Year going into the New Year? New Year's was good, actually. See, the thing that changes with having kids and family is you don't really do much, especially when the kids are young. So yeah. they don't stay up late, and if they do stay up late, it's a fucking nightmare, so you just don't do it. 
So we went down to the beach, down to Brighton after I'd finished work on New Year's Eve, had a bit of a paddle in the water, boys got wet, loved it, bit of sunshine, bronzed up, everyone's having a good time. Got to bed early, couple of drinks on New Year's Eve, went down to the beach again on New Year's Day, nice and early, got the paddle board out, and then just went back to my mate's place and just fucking pounded margaritas into the ground. Oh, did you get very salty? Not salty, oh, what's the word? Yeah. Very drunk. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah. Have you ever mixed your own margaritas? Oh no, I haven't. You got it. Lethal. It. You got to do it. Yeah. So, for anyone who doesn't know, a margarita is tequila, triple sec, and a bit of lime juice. It is basically pure rocket fuel. So we're fucking like, hell. No wonder I don't mix out, it. We've been to the beach, and you have a couple of margies, and they catch up on you so quick. So in these margaritas, we're doing. Two shots of tequila, one shot of triple sec, and about the same of lime juice. Triple sec. What is triple sec? It's an orange liqueur. Do you know what the most expensive part of that cocktail would be? The lime. Per litre. Do you know how expensive limes are? Lime is expensive. Fucked up. And we almost came... I don't know if you've ever heard of the great lime shortage of 2022, but almost no shops had limes, so we ended up having to get the fake lime juice. Oh, that's cheap. Sorry, it's not fake, but it's lime juice in a thing. Mm. Squeeze it in. But anyway... Delicious. Sitting outside, sunshine, friends. Everyone's just having a hoot. You look confused. What's wrong? Uh, I'm just, I'm invested. Oh, okay. Just concentrate. Margaritas. <laughs> just do it. What did you do for New Year's? Uh, well, let's wind back the clock a little bit. I went to a 30th and there were 25 of us, maybe 30, in a really small room dancing at a private function. Three people had COVID there and this is before COVID blew up in SA. I went into the lockdown for a week over Christmas. So I got out Christmas night. Yeah, you Pause nearly the ruined story. my Christmas. Pause mm. the story. For someone to have COVID, was it three people? Three people. Aren't the odds for that at that particular time extremely low? Weren't yeah. you extremely unlucky? Yeah, extremely unlucky. So these, where did these people come from? Northern suburbs. They Okay, are, yeah. Now, this is starting <laughs> yeah, to make a whole lot of sense. Here's the thing, though. They yeah. caught it from their father. There were three kids in the same family that were coming to a friend's house and they a uh, friend's party. And out of those 25, we all went into isolation, right? Yeah. All the way up to Christmas Day. We all got our fucking tests, lined up for two, three hours, did all that shit. We all came back negative. Cannot fucking believe it. And I'm wondering, is that because we were all double vaxxed? Because we were messaging everyone at the party going, vaccine status, where are you at? How are you feeling? Nah, well, got a little bit of a cough, but it could just be anything. And yeah, everyone was negative. So that was weird. Don't you feel like the cough develops when you know that you were around someone that had COVID? Before, yeah. Like if you didn't know, you don't have a cough. Yeah. But as soon as you think that you might have one because you're in contact with or the you COVID. Or you sniff. Like it's, it's not even yeah. the cough, it's the sore throat. Mm. I reckon you can throat. convince yourself about a sore throat. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because like a sore throat is like, oh, yeah, i got a sore throat. A cough, you got to push one out. There, there were a two, sore throat is like. Two times yeah, in that week, I had a runny nose. And I thought, oh, fuck, here we go. Runny here we nose. go. But the thing is. When you're not paying attention to it, it, it only lasted like 10 minutes and it was gone. And I thought, oh, that's weird. I thought, is this like a COVID running nose or do I often have this and just not put two and two together because I'm yeah. not thinking about it? Yeah, exactly. I think I wake up with a sore throat almost every day. Yeah, right. Don't think I'm dying, hopefully. But like it, through this period, and it started with you because I came around here, remember? Yeah, you, why were you, you here? You nearly ruined my Christmas. I don't know. I just hang around weirdly sometimes. Yeah. You nearly ruined my Christmas. Oh, hang on. No, it didn't. was a podcast that we told you not to come because we thought you had COVID. I thought you told me not to come because oh, you it just was hated too. me. 
Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you said I've got symptoms. And we're like, fuck off then, don't come. And then, yeah, I oh, ended up I being think, close contact and I fucking think, him up. I think you just didn't want to come. What? Because I didn't want to see you. I reckon you're on a bender. Well, you're on another bender. How long ago was this? <laughs> I've been on training. <laughs> don't ask him anything that's over a week old. Oi, guys, uh, I think there's something that we need to address. We're Australian. This is a, an Australian podcast. A lot of people might be listening from overseas, another country. The Novak Djokovic debacle. What do we think and do we think that there's a lot of people out there that thought highly of our country that now think less of us because of this scenario? Well, who knows the most about this? Because I'll tell you, I heard every news story break and I went, my care factor's dropping every time something changes. He's playing. He's not playing. He's getting deported. He's not getting deported. This morning I woke up, he's gone. Mm. I don't know why now, what happened. Originally it was because he didn't fill in his paperwork properly and lied. If that's the case, then you're no different to anyone else and good on you. Uh, Here's my statement. If you're going to play, you've got to be vaccinated, right? But what was he doing here in the first place? Who was the person that told him or gave him some hope that he could come to our country and play tennis? That's the real problem. If he didn't have that, idea in his mind he would have stayed at home and gone all right i can't travel there this whole thing would have been avoided it has been a complete embarrassment for our country i have to say well, i'm it's hearing really i'm hearing bad. he had a medical exemption now where did that come from and how it's all crap yeah look at the end of the day there are interns at tennis australia that have been shot over this there are dead people people have died over this yeah okay yes yeah. they're intern back room their heads are under the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Bullets to the brain. <laughs> Dead. All right. Yeah. Wait, under the bridge. Up. Yeah. The interesting thing, I was listening to something from Wild World of Sports today with Jim Courier and uh, Darren Cahill and they were talking about it. Yeah. And basically speaking, exactly right. They should. He should have never been granted this medical exemption if it ever happened in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. Because that is in place for people who want to get vaccinated, who for a medical reason cannot. Yeah. He didn't have that. He's always said that he doesn't want to get vaccinated. So did he throw money at a doctor to get it? I don't know. I wouldn't really like it if you just threw money at me if I was a doctor. Well, you know what I mean by that, but I think he could have. My, my thing about this whole thing, regardless of what it is, I think the most interesting part is... He's, he's coming, right? So they go, all right, Novak's coming. Everyone's up in arms. No way. He shouldn't be allowed to come. This is bullshit. Fucking get rid of him, blah, blah, blah. And then he gets here and the government goes, he's going home. And then everyone's like, oh, you can't do that. That's stupid. Why would you deal with it that way? Blah, Typical blah, blah. Australian bullshit. Yeah. And then yeah. it's yeah. getting overturned and everyone's like, you know, humanitarian rights, this and that. And then he's going again. It's like every, no one can, no one's ever satisfied with an outcome. No. Mm. Like, everyone just wants to yeah. hate something about it's, something. It's like Australians always jump on um, the side that uh, is the least chance of prevailing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. If, if Novak has more chance of going home, then oh, you can't kick him out. If he, if he has more chance of staying, oh, this is bullshit. You know, he hasn't been vaccinated. He needs to fucking get out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah, crazy. Exactly. He's won nine Australian Opens. He comes here. And he gets told to leave after spending almost two weeks here. I'm sorry, but, like, that is a disgrace. Like, it is a really bad look. Like, he, is do- he donated a lot of money to the bushfire appeal. He's done so much for sport and he's been treated extremely badly. I know he's done things that have been bad, but for him to come here thinking that he could play 
and then being told that he needs to fuck off is pretty bad. It's coming across like you want to suck his dick, like it does. Well, like a lot, like you you really want to put it at the back of your throat. Can I be honest with you? Yeah, please. You want me to be honest with you? Yeah, you like him a lot, don't you? If I were to say LeBron James is the best basketballer of all time, Mm. it's like saying that Novak is the best tennis player of all time. Both are true, but no one wants to hear it. I'll leave it at that. Novak's the best of all time, and people don't want him here because... Because he's a douchebag. Could be a little bit of tall poppy happening. That's all I'm saying. There might be a little bit of that. I'll ask you one question. If it was Roger Federer that was here... Do you think there would be the same uproar? I think. Oh, do, you th- do you think that all of these people that were siding against him, if he came would to the country and started Roger, saying that I'm not going to disclose my vaccine status, status, and what's happening, yeah. and flirting around with being a fucking cocksucking attention seeker, yeah, see, possibly cocksucking? None of that applies if this was Roger. Oh, absolutely, no. absolutely. I don't like Roger Federer or hate him. He's just a tennis player to me. Yeah. But he's a great human being. Mm. That's the difference. Why why isn't Novak a great human being? Cuz he's a tool. He's donated probably more money than Roger has. How do you know that? How much did Roger donate to the oh, uh, bushfire appeal? You're playing playing how around much, the edges. How now. how much did he donate? Well, what Novak's I'm going to tell you is lot of good he, he donated more than Novak. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Rubber stamp it. Rubber stamp. I have just as much I, idea of that as what you do. I think, nah, I've looked it up. You haven't. Novak, how much did how no, much did Roger donate then? Nothing. Novak donated twenty five k. Novak's been hard well, done shit. by. That's shit. That's a drop in the ocean for what he earns. Twenty five k. Yeah, and zero dollars from Roger is a drop in the ocean as well. Novak. For argument's sake, something's better than nothing. But I agree with Rick. It, it's almost like a if. I don't know. I feel like if a celebrity with a lot of money is going to do something, do you it guys, properly. You guys are obviously Novak you know that, haters. That bought, that bought You've got to respect the best. In a few years' time, Novak will have the most grand His slams. record will speak for itself. Thank you very much. At the end it of w- it time. Will. It will. However, Absolutely doesn't it will. change the fact that he's a wanker. Yeah. Why is he a wanker? Because he's a tool. His there we go. Is he's, a, he's a wanker because he's a tool. Okay. All right, we'll leave it at that. Let's, let's move on, boys. I think we'll you guys are going to start kissing in a moment. So, yeah, we'll Speaking of that. sport and fitness, you're into fitness all of a sudden. Yeah, I actually signed up to the gym and I wanted to, you know what really annoyed me? Just subconsciously really annoyed me. You know what everyone always does? They sign up to a gym at the start of a year, go, New Year's resolution. I didn't want to fucking do that. <laughs> you knew me. Yeah. That's I, I had planned, this is no fucking joke, on the Monday before I went into quarantine, I was speaking with my workmate. I called up the gym and said, hey, what are your rates? What's going on? We both went, wow, that's amazing. Let's both do it. He goes, I'm going to go today after work. I said, I'm going to go tomorrow. Guess what happened that night? Got put into quarantine. So I stayed into quarantine. They then shut over the New Year's break, and I had to be the New Year, New Me guy coming in on the 3rd or the 4th of January signing up to the gym. Very upset about that. But anyway, I'm going. I'm there. I'm sore. I've been whinging like a bitch. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure because I'm the only one in the gym I've got no idea what I'm doing, and I look like a f- fucking broken cockroach. When when you sent me that thing that you were there the other day, and there was no one there, yeah, genuinely, I thought to myself, I and the problem with this is, I would love to, if you were open to it, I would love to help you through a few ideas about what you could do for a workout. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to send you a message or ask you whether you would be interested in that because I thought it might be like come across as patronising or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. But I think it would be a really good thing to do because, like you said, if you genuinely don't know much about what you're doing, you could be 
lifting with terrible form and getting way less results than what you could be getting. Yeah, if you did things properly. Absolutely. And like I'm focused and on different it doesn't matter muscle what, groups and all that shit. Yeah, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. I'm I'm not one of those real stubborn people that will go, nah, fuck off. I know what I'm doing. I'm always open for help, and that is, you know, even no. in the podcast, if you say, Dan, you need to be better. Which yeah. you've said several times. I still haven't fixed times. it. There's nothing worse than going to the gym, trying your heart out, and then being told by someone, "Oh, you're not lifting this right. You're wasting your time." It's probably true, but if someone is wasting their time, they need to be told, correct your form, and actually go there for a reason. Mm. That's why Rick's advice, absolutely, my advice, anyone that's in the know, if they can give you advice, and maybe you can go to the gym three, four times a week and get more out of what you would do in say five times a week. Would be a huge thing. Absolutely. For anyone. Yeah. For anyone. Yeah. 100%. All right. Oh, we'll lock that in. Yeah, done. Run right. stamp. After podcast, speak to Rick about getting better at life. Um, speaking of gyms, in the break, we've had some really hot days, yeah? Like, Unprecedented hot days. Really hot use days. that word. Fucking hate that word. That's why <laughs> I mentioned it. Fucking cunt. Oi. <laughs> I... Noticed this a while ago, but then it it left my mind. The two main gyms that I go to are at Marion and at Crossroads. Are you good life or are you anytime? Good life. Yeah. The one at Marion, for all like it's got some really shit things about it, but at least the toilets almost always are clean. The one at Crossroads is actually known to be like a more premium, better gym. But let me tell you, the toilets in that place are a Fucking disgrace. Are you finding needles or is it just dirty? Oh, this isn't a joke, right? Poo smeared on the walls and shit. Like, How did people no. do that? Nah, yes. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, almost every time you go in there... No! There'll be one toilet that's chock-a-block full to the brim of poo. There'll be another toilet where there's poo swiped and okay. smeared on the walls. People right, are very right. bad at using one toilets. One that the door's nah. broken off or something. It's absolutely mm. disgusting. Okay. Same company and the variance between toilets is just blows my What's mind. What's the distance in kilometres? From these two, do you reckon? For me to travel from home? No, just just the two oh, in general. Seven? Five. Five Ks. Five Ks. So the demographic shouldn't be any different either. It's actually, do you know what? The demographic at the Marion one is worse. The yeah, socioeconomic is, so is way worse. Does this come down to <laughs> just a few fuckwits that just don't know how to live? You know what I mean? Like It only takes a few people to fuck things okay. up. Okay. He said poo on wall. How does and that, I'm not the last time How does I was that there, happen? How does that happen? What, what are we doing? I don't know. You wipe your bum and you go, oh, that looks good to put on a I've wall. I've spoken <laughs> to you two last season about people going to clubs and bars. And you know, at the end of the night, how, you know, there's water overflowing, there's shit Vomit everywhere. in the sink. How, yeah. does, how does this happen? It happens because of alcohol. But in your example, we, we don't have a reason yeah, as no, to why this No one happen. drunk's going there's to the gym. No, no one can be bothered. You rock up, you work I've out. I've drunk at the gym a few times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the next day. But like. No, <laughs> you get what I'm saying. I do. Saying. I do get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. There's no excuse at all. The only thing I can think of maybe is is it like roid rage? Like maybe there's some rule just roided up, and they get so angry like that's not the poo I wanted to do, and just <laughs> bang it on the wall or well, something. You've thrown shit against the wall so hard, Duncan's ran out the room. Thankfully, <laughs> because Duncan was just making my allergies all fair. Yeah, I don't know. That's the, that's a real just so bizarre. Like to get it on your hands, bizarre, one thing, but to make the choice to. Transition that to the wall. That says two things about you. One, you is, don't give a fuck about anyone else, and two, you're a you fucking, should be at colonnades. Yeah, 
Exactly. If there was some cameras set up at these toilets, they would get a lot of views on the internet. <laughs> if, <laughs> we, if we, we can can't see, put a camera in a toilet, that's the problem. No, mm. that's the problem. Like, if we actually saw how they did it, I guarantee you these videos would go viral. Because often, like, you always say, you go, oh, yeah, there's poo, like, on the seat. There's poo on the wall. I haven't seen that, but I believe you. You go, how did it happen? If we actually had visual evidence of how it took place, these videos would go fucking viral. You know, you know another thing about public toilets, and this has been spoken about a lot as well, a lot of people poo with pens. You know, a lot of writing on toilet walls oh, and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that yeah, weird yeah, too? Yeah. I know a lot of comedians have spoken about this topic, but it is just so weird that, one, people put poo on the wall. Two, people are, get bored while doing a poo and decide to... And horny. Yeah. And they're like... Ring this number for a blowjob. Yeah, and even if it's a joke Sorry, or it's not. I was just it's doing just... a poo. I didn't realise I was going to get. You know a weird one I saw? Um, don't know if it was a TikTok or was it like a Facebook or something. Someone left a note above the toilet in a men's room, like a cubicle, that said, please leave a pube, and it had a big pile. Guys had been fucking <laughs> and dropping a pube on the pile. How crazy is that? Do you reckon it was like different males or 100%. just one guy that was extremely keen nah, to... Nah, I, you know what, I, I, I'm, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit ashamed to say this. in a while and it's like, I'm going I paused the video. No, I'm invested in this message. <laughs> I paused the video and I started having a look and there were some real curlies, there were some straights, browns, How reds. long were you... What? I reckon I spent a minute on the freeze frame and I, it was definitely more than 10 blokes. Yeah, but you, but it looked like the total this. was at least 50. What would be the weirdest pubes? Do you reckon blonde? Yeah, it freaks me out a bit, but there'd be a lot of them out there. You know you get a, like a a blonde woman's got a, a black bush. Yeah. Standard. Would a blonde bloke have a blonde bush? Don't or know. Black? Do oh. you have is blonde pubes a thing? Can we bring that back as a trend? Does it oh I don't know. Have you do ever you seen a porno with, with a blonde? Do you sleep with women that have pubes? Mark, I'm married. Oh you do then. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, oh That's fuck. Great. Do you know all right. Poo talk. I'll bring it back to poo talk. The worst thing about having kids happened to me today. What happened? You had another one? Has it, <laughs> has it, has it happened before today? Yes. Only once before. So this is the second I've, time. Only once before that I've had to deal, with, right, deal so, with. So dads out there, listen right now. What is the worst thing? Okay. Bath time. Rennie in the bath. Being all cute. The youngest one. Yeah. Yeah. Wicked. Having fun. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then he gets up. And just goes, and he did a big dump in the bath, and I was just like, "Oh no!" And then, like, do you do you respond to that, or do you just act like it hasn't happened? <laughs> no, for the for the child's sake. <laughs> well, you don't want him to well, go no, into the office at forty four as no, a fucking CEO and shit on the well, floor. Of <laughs> course, you need to correct. You it. don't say your son like, "Oh fucking hell, what have you done, mate?" Like, you try and play it down. All right, right, let me ask. In in response to your query, let me ask you a question. Okay. At one and a half years old, what is your best memory? I don't have one. Exactly. So it doesn't matter if I said to him, you little fuck, or if I said to him, that's okay, mate. It doesn't matter. It actually doesn't matter. The little fuck, that would have stayed with me. Yeah, It wouldn't have. Because <laughs> I bet you your dad called you worse things than that. Anyway, <laughs> so I jumped up and I was like, oh, no. And I picked him up out of the water and he saw it and he starts kicking his legs and by the time I'd got him out of the water... He kicked shit on the wall? It's like... No, he hadn't, actually. So he's better than the people at the gym. <laughs> However, it's like he's mixed it up. It's like mixed because he's waving his feet oh, around he's, he's blended it. It's the most disgusting thing. If you ever have to waffle stomp your kid's shit down a 
fucking bath drain. Did you just say waffle stump? Yeah. Okay. Have you not heard that saying? I have now. Thank you. It's just disgusting. It will make you sick. And then I had to go in there and bleach the bath. I had to clean all the antiseptic, clean all you the toys the bath. that were in there. That's probably a bit too far. I wouldn't have worried. Really? No, not really. Why? I don't know. I feel like your kids are... You know, you know what goes into their face, what comes out their ass. You know, right, it's not so, like they're wandering the streets eating so I'll, weird I'll shit. I'll put it to you this way: Do you think that they call it septic for a reason? Yeah, because it's really bad. Yeah, it's bad for you. So the next time he gets in there, and today he was drinking bath water because he thought that was funny, and next time he goes in there and he's had drinking shit bath water and he gets sick from it, how would you then feel? Well, I don't know. I don't, that's not. I wouldn't leave it in there for a week and then you know. Drain the bar. Got to bleach it. it back in. Got to bleach it. All right. Jesus Christ. Jesus bloody Christ. Um, something else about kids and just ha- like getting to that point in your life where you've got kids. I know you guys don't have kids and you're not that much younger than I am. Mm. But I've just come to terms with the fact, you know, like... Going like having a really good bender with friends, and you'd stay awake all night, and like you'd be sitting outside on the back porch, and the sun's coming. That's up. us every Monday night after the podcast. Plastic plastic chairs with one of those tables that sort of like oh the glass table with the rust on it, frosted yeah. glass, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with the rust on it. Yeah, two a.m. I've just come to terms with the fact that in that context, I'm not seeing another sunrise like that. It just doesn't feel like it's going to happen again for me. Do you know what? It's not great though. I think once you get over 30, I'm almost 35, you get to three and that's enough. Like that's a good night and you go, nah, go to bed. Staying up till five, unless you've got Colombian marching powder in your back pocket. Depends, Depends how good the drugs are, honestly. Yeah, but I'm saying no drugs. I'm saying booze. You get to you get to 2.33 and you go, that was about if, the peak of the night and that I'm now out. If sunrise is happening and you're still feeling good and you've only had a few drinks, then well done because you've had a lot to drink. That's all I'm saying. I don't get that. What, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm saying... I think that's a bit like the um, Sex Panther. 60% oh. of the time it works. Oh. Every time. I'm saying if you're still drunk enough and you're still in a mindset of having a good time, you've done well because you've had a lot to drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But not too much. Not too much. Otherwise you'd be... Anyway, go on. So out. you don't think this is ever happening for you again? I don't feel like it's a thing anymore. Do you think it should be a thing? I don't know. I don't know whether I'm content with it not being a thing or whether it's just like got kids now need to be present and awake and, you know, See, I've, to... I've always said this to you, and I, I think this, for any father or mother out there, I think this comes down to you and Rachel's relationship, and I don't know how much you guys have spoken about it, but I feel like you either make an agreement, I'm going to put in the hard yards and give you, like, three or four days off to go with your friends, don't care what time you come home, I'll do all the legwork, put in the hard yards, and then you go, now it's my time. I've got two days where I can just fucking disappear and you deal with the kids. Is that an option? Doesn't sound like it's an option. <laughs> Did you just say disappear for two days? <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, if, if, if she's allowed to disappear for two days, you then disappear for two days. But you both get that every six months. <laughs> Leave the kids there to, to get this out of your system. You know, see a sunrise, go sniff some um, Santa powder, whatever you want to do. Well, I don't know about you suggesting that I do that live on a podcast. <laughs> but, well, whatever you want to do, you might want to go to a Love it. a pole place. So I want to hear more about your birthday. Did you did you do anything good? Like you had a party at someone's house. Did you stay up all night? Did you, you know, let us relive 
our youths vicariously through you at 31 years old. Okay. So later, earlier in the week, I didn't know what I was doing. And my mate said, come over, there's a party. And I said, all right. So originally, like I was telling you, there was about 14. He had to cut the numbers because of COVID, right? Once the party started, we had a good time. The next day, went home and that was it. It was one of the most low-key birthdays I've ever had out of any. So, but a good one. Yeah, it, w- it was a very good one. But like in terms of getting up and about, low-key. But like... Would you watch a movie or something? But when, I, when you're 30... Oh, yeah, what did you do? Yeah, well, what do you do at a house party if there's only beer, five of you? Beer pong. Beer pong. Beer pong. Oh, so yeah. the, the end of the night score was 97 to 32? Uh, and I... I always love to not eat when I drink. I go, if I'm drinking, I'm not eating. I might eat four in the morning right before I pass out. And they're like, nah, you need to eat. Anyway, my mate, whose birthday it was as well, cooks up some chicken on the barbecue, right? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll have some of this. They're like, yeah, you need to have some. I'm like, yeah, I might. They're like, you definitely need to have some. Chicken wings, right? I was eating oh. raw chicken. Oh. Yeah, oh. I was eating raw chicken. Fuck I that. looked at it. I looked at it. Right, ex girlfriend was there. Right, really good friends with her. I've spoken about this, Leah. Right, she says, "Mike, I'm pretty sure you're eating raw chicken." Hang I go, on. No. You're there with two couples, so she's brought her boyfriend along. Correct. So it's her That's and her boyfriend. Nah. No, 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 no. No, I like it. I'm saying for me, it's strange. I'm not okay. friends with any of my exes. Okay. It's because you're a difficult person. That's correct. (laughs) Anyway, she says to me, she's like, you're eating raw chicken. And I look at it and I go, holy fuck, I think it is. And it's pink. And he goes, he owns up. He's like, yeah, you're eating raw chicken. Anyway. Had he cooked this at all? What the fuck's going on? He did. But like, you know, when you're cooking meat on the barbecue, I wouldn't know because I just normally watch people cook my food. Oh, it's gone like black or something. No, so it's gone like charcoal. But like, obviously, if it's a high temperature, it's not cooking the inside of the Mm. food, right? Yeah, yeah. So I saw it. I'm like, oh, fuck. I have raw chicken in my stomach. Anyway, this wasn't on purpose, but I ended up sculling heaps of drinks, ended up throwing up probably the raw chicken like outside on the road. So, so you saved yourself. The raw chicken had exited my body. Having said that, if I didn't get sick, I probably would have been all right. Mm. But yeah. Hey, talking about being in Hungary, right. I was starving. This is a really fun story. I love this. We were down on the very right-hand side of Aldinga Beach, drove our cars down, had set up this gazebo. The wind started picking up and it was just, this gazebo is like meant for... Big winds, and it was struggling. So we were like, I'm going to tie it to the car, tie it to the roof rack. Other car went on the other side. We tied it to there. We had it tied down about six, seven spots. And we were there for about three hours, taking the jet ski out, coming back in, and I was like, I'm getting real hungry. But everyone couldn't be fucked undoing, like, the quadruple knots on everything and then having to redo them again and drive off and, and whatever. Alison came up with a brilliant idea. She's like, isn't Pizza Teca opened up on Celix? And I'm like, yeah, it is. We got on the jet ski and drove three beaches away with an order for pizzas, beached the jet ski on the sand, walked up, ordered a fuckload of pizzas, then took it on the jet ski as a delivery all the way back three beaches away. It was the fucking smartest idea I've ever had in my life. That's really cool. But Alison had the idea. Yeah, Alison's idea. Uh, And guess what? And she held on to them on the back of the jet ski like this. It wasn't going that fast, like 30, 40 k's an hour. Didn't get wet at all. Came, and by the time we got there, hot as hell. Best pizza ever, no untying. I think we should start a business called Jet Ski Eats down at that beach. Jet Ski Eats. Yeah, we'll do it three times, get bored of it, and then close up business. 
<laughs> Sounds like every other business idea. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Dan, we've got a little, uh, we've got a new, a very new segment on this show where we talk about fun facts. All right, right. Now, I had a fun fact that I wanted to run past you guys. Now, I read this and I thought, oh yeah, this is kind of cool. Probably not true. I tried to do it and I'm like, fuck, this is really good. So. The fact that I came across was, Dan Rick, that you can't breathe and swallow at the same time. Now, I want you to try that right now. That seems very obvious to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's impossible. Yeah, I almost ended my <laughs> I lit- life. <laughs> I, I read it and I'm thinking, you should <laughs> be able to do... that noise again? <laughs> you should be able to do both of those things at the same time, but you can't. Hang on. Yeah, the... Yeah, Try it. the swallow cuts off. I just your, did. Yeah, it's because you're like one more time. Do you know what else? Actually, when I'm running, when I yeah. get really puffed, puffing and huffing and puffing when I'm running, yeah. you know how you get that spit that builds up in your mouth, yeah. that really sticky spit. Yeah, yeah, gla- that claggy, yuck. yeah, sticky is icky. Yeah, when I'm cruising along and I've got to build up and I need to spit, I almost suffocate myself because I you you also can't breathe while you spit. So you've got to like get it all together and then. And then spit, and then but then you've got to clear the residue, and so you've taken another like four strides by the time you get another breath. Yeah, that is hectic. Yeah, that is. Hectic. And then by the time you've gotten your breath back, you you realise that the out. strand is like stuck to the bottom of your lip and it's across your face. Oh yeah, and sometimes you're running and you go, and it the strand doesn't just doesn't detach from your spit. Yeah, or you from your face, so it's like. <laughs> And it comes around and whacks you yeah, the side of the yeah, face. I've had that a few times. That's disgusting. All right. Oh my goodness me! Hey, are we? Do- what are we doing? We're we doing one fact each or two. I'm doing. Well, I did one. All right. Oh, I've got a couple. Maybe I'll just do a couple. Give us your fucking right. best. I've one. got a couple of animal First facts. First episode back. Come on. All right. A couple of animal facts. These are fucking great. Did you know that giraffes have no vocal cord at all? So they can't speak. They can't speak. Yeah, imagine we're giraffes, right? And I see a fucking lion coming for you. I'm just going to go. <laughs> I can't. I can't scream. You can't, can't even point. Can't do anything. It's Come like on. Rick's about to have a very bad day. You, you headbutt. You'd headbutt as a giraffe. But, but what? Who's going to know what that means? You know what you do as a giraffe. You run for your fucking life. Giraffes in pain. They got like a stomach cancer. Yeah. They can't go to the zookeeper. Help. <laughs> Well, normally animals can't go to the zookeeper in pain verbally. Well, monkeys might do something, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, got a problem. God, Rick, I've heard rumours that you have a little fact for us. All right, well, I'm just thinking about myself personally over yeah. the Christmas and New Year's period. And don't forget my birthday also lands in the December month as well. Yeah. So I've gone from leading up in October superior fitness i was absolutely on a hot streak with my running and all that sort of stuff did that wicked time into november where stuff starts to just you know cool down a little bit december i'm thinking i'm just going to keep this going but then the beers catch up to you and you eat some food and it just starts to get on top of you so i think everyone's probably carrying an extra kilo or two at the moment and i'm no different however naru is technically home to the most overweight people in the world. This is a fact. That Where is Nauru, do you know? Well, Nauru is a small island nation in Oceania. Okay. And it's officially known as the Republic of Nauru, but statistically it's got the most overweight populace on the planet. Obesity afflicts 
97% of men and 93% of women. Holy fuck. I've got one this thing. This is I'm- insane to me. Can you imagine if you had 100 people in the room and 97 of them were obese? obese. If we have any listeners in Nauru, I can guarantee you we have no listeners. We'd have at least nine. Episode. Yeah. Do you know what, though? That's crazy. Could you imagine the parties they'd throw? It's like, how many pizzas we need? We've got six guys coming over. 25 pizzas. A million pizzas. Yeah, A thousand pizzas. That's at least. That's crazy. So I started feeling a bit better for myself. I'm thinking, hmm, maybe I'm one or two kilos up on what I would have liked to be. Don't know. I haven't jumped on the scales yet. I wonder what the average weight is of the people. Does it say? Well, what does obese mean? I think it's like... I think it's a body fat percentage, surely. Wouldn't it be? 30 kilos overweight, over your... BMI, uh, yeah, you, yeah. Mm. It's still just blowing, like my. That's blow. crazy. Because yeah. the un- the other thing is, if you think about the population density of adults versus kids, there's probably a lot of fat kids there as well. Mm. There so, have to be. Like, if you ever find yourself getting to a point in your life where you're thinking, you know what, I actually just don't care anymore, and I'm going to eat myself into the ground. If you don't want to be judged, go and live in Nauru. Mm. Go and live in. It's a bit Nauru. sad though, because the kids don't really have an option. If that's the case, it's just culture. Both their parents, their parents, their uncles, the whole family's fat as fuck. They're going to go. This is normal. They're not going to know anything different. I wonder where, like, where the calorie density comes from. Because packet food, just it would be well, surely. Do they even have a KFC in Nauru? Don't know. I doubt it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, well, I would the, doubt that they've who, got who McDonald's, is the, Hungry Jacks. Who KFC, is the fucking Pizza chef Hut. in Nauru? Who is the chef? Big Fat Tony. What are they cooking up? Mm. Donuts for breakfast, donuts for tea. Yeah. I typed in Nauru and Wikipedia had two lines on it, so let's not move on to that. Okay. What's your other one? You said you had two. Okay, I'll give you one more as a sign-off. All right? This one's another special one. Did you know that bats always turn left when leaving a cave? Unable to turn right. False. Ace Ventura, when nature calls... When they exit the cave and he's running out, they actually go left and right. Oh, well, we should scrub that then. Yeah. Scientists so, are wrong on that one. Because it was a movie, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Left only. No, seriously, jokes aside, that, that is actually pretty fucking crazy. So why? They, they only go that way. But why? I have no idea. That's really interesting. Is it to do with vision? Don't know. But like, yeah. you're hanging upside down. Well, they, the, no, there's a saying called, oh, you're, you're, you're blind as a bat. It must be to do with vision, surely. Bats are crazy animals when it comes to hunting how, as well. How you know does vision come into it? Because they can only see to the left? Well, potentially. I don't know. No, you no they can't your, see anything. You should have they've done got your research. Like a, I'm not joking. They've got some crazy-ass radar thing. Like it's a sensory radar. Yeah. And they can, their ears are so sensitive that when something flutters here, then flutters there, they can tell where it's going to be like without even seeing it. So out of all the facts we've spoken about, I would call bullshit on that one. It just doesn't seem right to me. No, that's true. Very true. I'll show you after the podcast. But anyway. Have you got the phone up? Call David Attenborough. I uh, can't do that. Call him. Nah. All right. Well, everyone, that's our first episode done, and we will see you at another time. It's been great to be back. We'll see you next week. I will see you there, or I will see you on another time. That was very confusing. I don't know if you're going to come or not. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.